Hello and welcome to uh, the Artwork Podcast. This is a special edition in collaboration with Royale Projects. Uh, we're about to listen to an interview with one of the artists, she's called Hadam Siddiqui, and the exhibition is called If You Steal My Sunshine, California Abstraction Now. Hope you will enjoy it. I think abstraction is like... Um taking some ideas or feelings and put it on a canvas or any like using material and execute that feeling or idea or inspiration and make an art with it mm. that idea or feeling mm. so how do you work with materials how do you choose your materials well i started with um painting jewelry and gems and then I wanted to make an installation that gives the audience that f the feeling of the jewelry and gems instead of looking at it because that was the reason I was interested in um, painting of the gems it was not about the design or the history of it but it was about the reflection and the feeling of it, the excitement of looking at it. So that's why I was um, searching for a material to give me that excitement and the feeling. So Yeah, because I, th I think that's a very I'd say, obvious thing about your work. You work with shine. <laughs> There's always something shiny, or not always, but... But I think you have a feeling for the surface. Yes. Yeah, that's really what you're mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. And and I saw on on your website, which I thought was really beautiful, you, you, you write that you strive towards a sense of pleasure yes. and joy. Mm -hmm. And I can feel that in your work. Well, great. Yeah, yeah. that's the main goal for me. The sense of pleasure and excitement, the ecstasy. Um, that's what I'm looking for in my work. Yeah. Because you do, I mean, in this show, you have an installation mm -hmm. in a corner. Mm -hmm. um, how did that come about, this work? It's untitled, right? Yes. Yes. That's how, like, yeah. Well, when I was um, working with this material, um, I realized that they, they are very reflective. So I chose the corner because then they, each side reflects to the other. So you see, they, they expand, the lines expand, the colors will mix together when they reflect each other. So there's, there's a very exciting effect comes out of that. So that's why I chose to have it in the corner. How would you describe the work? Um, exciting. Yeah, and I also I, what I find very interesting about it, because you have the shine, and like you said, you put it in the corner, you become involved with the piece. Yes. Because you can actually see the reflection of yourself. Yes, exactly. And if you move around that little corner, you will move around within the piece as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. I, that's other thing about my work, that I, I, want the, I want it to be interactive with the audience. I want the audience to move around see themselves, see their reflection. I mean, it keeps them busy for a while to figure out like the colors they see themselves in those, all those colors. And the colors will change also. As you move around the room, the green become 
purple. So how, how do you work with that element, though? Because I would imagine that in, at your studio, you have one kind of light, and then you are here at the gallery where we have actually no natural light. Mm -hmm. It's all... I think those are fluorescent. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so how do you think about that? How do you negotiate that? Because you say that... I think that's the uh, interesting part about my work, that it, it's, it looks different in every environment. I mean, under the sun, the reflections goes crazy everywhere. You see it on the floor, you see it on the ceiling. And then in this type of light, it's just more about the work and how it interacts with the audience. So in every environment, it looks different. And I like that about that. I think that's the, yeah, that's the main part that you actually allow for the work to take different shapes and forms. Yes. You're not trying to restrict it at all. No, no. Um, the, you know the exhibition is also about California now and abstraction. So how, how, how are you in California? How, do you think California inspires you to do your work? I think it does. I think it does. Think about the Hollywood, the shininess, I mean, the glamour, all of that. I think it's kind of indirectly inspired me. The the light and space um, movement, all of that, it did inspire my work. But being in California and seeing all those artists' works and the sunny California also. Yeah, know, I mean, it, it is definitely sunny. And I also, what I've, I mean, I haven't been living here for that long, but it's also interesting how it's so much nature all the time. Yes. Today's misty and the Hollywood Hills looks amazing in that mm -hmm. and the sky is so big and... I think we're constantly surrounded by light one way or the other. Yes, we are. And I think that's, that was the reason also because I have been inspired by light and space artists a lot and I really like that. So I think that's, that was the reason, I mean, the influence of California for me. So um, I have a question about um, jewellery because I think that's really what you started working with, right? Yes. I might be wrong, but jewellery is quite small. Mm -hmm. And your work is quite big. <laughs> how, how did you go from, from um, let's say, the surface of a gem or a stone that's going to be uh, on your finger mm -hmm. into working in a full installation form, in a full room? How's that process been? Well, I, as I said, I, want, you know, I, I was interested of the jewelry because of their their details, their patterns, their reflection, and all of that. And I wanted to make a big installation that the audience feels like they're inside of the jewelry. That's how it started. Uh, that I started with the bigger pieces and filled the room and the floor with, with my pieces and play with lights and reflections of them. It makes so much sense when you say Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> It really, really does. <laughs> Thank you. So you, you, you made notes. Did, is there anything on there that you, need, yet that you would like to say? Well, as a Persian-American, my inspiration comes from also Persian art and culture. So it's the combination of the Eastern and Western um, art and ideas and technologies. So. But this is interesting because Persian culture is very old. 
Mm -hmm. of course. Exactly. And I would say that California is very new. Mm -hmm. Even though people have lived here for a long time, what we see of Los Angeles today is very, very new. Exactly. How do you negotiate that? I See, I'm taking something from old and mixing it with something new. The idea is from those traditional art and architect, and also I'm, I'm using the very modern Western material to com combine, combining them together to make my work in a minimal way, modern, postmodern way. So that's the, yeah, that's, the, that's the thing I'm looking for. I must ask you if you read poetry. Do yes. You read? yes, you do. Yes, I do. Because that's, I think, every person, person I've ever met, you all read poetry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's, a, it's an integral part of the culture that you read poetry. Mm -hmm. Do you write as well? Well, in Farsi, but I do write in English, but it's not as good as my Farsi. But Fair <laughs> enough. But you, but you still, you do a bit of I do poetry like, writing as well. Yeah, writing, yes. Wow. Bit. So how do you go about, because I, I mean, I'm from Europe, so I have that same, I guess, negotiation and mm -hmm. that you come from something very old and very traditional and I know my artist or that sort of thing and you come here and you find yourself in something new and you try to mix that and blend that in a way. How do you find your materials? Well, that came from the pressure in grad school, in my class, that I had a short amount of time and I kind of loosened up and find materials. I was just looking for um, something that gives me that reflection, that excitement. So that's how I came across the holographic vinyls and uh, wraps, uh, vinyl wraps and films. And so I wanted that mirror effect. Um, so I found that, and, and I love color. And you just, you, so yeah, so you're looking for something that is reflective and shiny, but also quite common in that it, it's easy to find somehow. It's exactly, it's easy to find, uh, but it's not, um, it's not a familiar material um, that usually artists use for art making art. Like it's not a paint, it's not acrylic. That must have been a really exciting process it of was. actually going out and finding that. Yes, it was. It was a, it was a fun process. And also a bit difficult because most people, I guess if you're an artist, most people expect you to elaborate with acrylic or something, a material that everyone sort of associates with exactly. art making. Exactly, yes. I had to convince my instructors. <laughs> so was that, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you managed to convince, uh, or your work convinced the gallery, and you make part of this show. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that, that, that's brilliant, actually. So um, let's see. Now, we've talked about the materiality of your work. That's very important. And we talked about a bit about California and about abstraction. Do you think you will continue to work within abstraction? Yes. I'm very excited about it making more works and push the limits and see how far I can go with uh, playing with, working with these different materials that are reflective and put them everywhere on the floor, on the walls, any way I can work with them. Have you done any outdoor installations? I did, um, but not, uh, not a lot. Yeah. Would you like to? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would love to because um, under the 
natural light, my work is totally different than in, indoor. So that's, an, that, that's very exciting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that it would look completely different. Mm -hmm. and, and then you would also be able maybe to walk around things to turn that into a sculpture. Yes. Have you worked um, with sculpture? Mm, no, not no. really. So you work on with this? The panels, the, yes. So you always need a wall. More flat surfaces, yes. Flat surfaces hanging or leaning onto a wall. On the wall. Yeah. Or laying on the floor, yes. Exactly, but you still have that sense that you walk around them. That's for the future, yeah. Yeah, the, no. the future, we don't know. I mean, life <laughs> is long, we have so many things we need to do. Yes, I have, I have so many ideas that I wanted to execute. Well, good luck with everything. Thank you. And thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for your yeah. interview. Of course. So let's start with who are you? I'm Rick Royale. We are at Royal Projects in downtown Los Angeles. Would you say something about the current exhibition? How did it come about? Um, I wanted to do an exhibition uh, bringing some new artists into the space. And there were a couple of artists that I thought would be interesting to show together. Instead of doing a, a typical kind of research the way we would have done it on other artists for this group show, what I thought would be interesting is to look at social media and see what we found visually out there, because obviously that is the way that a lot of people are looking at art now. So I put this challenge out to myself and um, my wife and to Nicolette, and we pulled together a group of artists that we just thought visually worked well together that were interesting to us, and then we started looking into the artists which is sort of often almost backwards the way that you would do it. You would know the artist first and then look at the work. One of the things that we found very curious was the commonalities between the artists that we were looking at. Many of them were women. Many of them had some sort of connection to California, whether that was they were living here, born here, had been on a residency here, etc. Um, so that brought further questions to what this exhibition was going to be. And it really grew from there. And I think at the end, it, it ended up being interesting that we brought six different artists who really had no obvious connection to each other, but yet they had some sort of a cohesive kind of voice within their practices. And also interesting that these artists did not know of each other beforehand. True. True, exactly, exactly. After we selected a group of artists, we ended up obviously meeting them and, and sort of interviewing them, essentially, um, and visiting studios when possible. One of the things that came out in these sort of interviews was these connections that, that weren't obvious. Like, uh, we asked one artist, uh, you know, what are, what are these sort of new artists that you're inspired by? And she had mentioned an artist's name that we end up looking into, and it turns out that one of the artists of the show had done a two-person show with that artist. So there's all these kind of cross-connections that I think that, yeah, became very interesting in the end. And I think we need to, to say something about the title. What is the title of the exhibition? Sure, sure. Um, if You Steal My Sunshine, California Abstraction Now. We have, uh, historically, we often would title our group shows with songs, just because it creates sort of a thematic uh, approach. Uh, the songs would often, there'd be elements of the songs that we would be trying to capture within the exhibition. So this became a bit of a challenge because the exhibition created the theme. So 
we were just going to call it something else and, and not worry about this song. And then initially, in almost in joking, um, I suggested this particular song. So for those of you familiar with this song, um, it was a kind of one-hit wonder in the 90s. It became sort of a um, summer hit, right? Um, obviously, the sunshine was the point of reference because of California and the brightness of the exhibition. Um, but as we thought more and looked more into the song, there's actually, it really, I feel, is a very, very interesting sort of thematic approach to it because sort of the elements of the song itself were very diverse. It was sort of indie rock and sort of uh, rap, hip-hop, I guess, uh, um, disco, some electronic music, all just jammed into this song without any sort of care. It was also kind of structured after an 80s pop tune. It was a sister and brother duo, so 50% of the narrative is from a woman's perspective. And it ended up echoing sort of the um, unspoken ethic, in a way, of some of these artists' approach to their own practices, in the sense that they're bringing from other sources, but they're not necessarily being... Um, directly referential or even reverential of that work. It's really just, oh, here's a material, here's a, 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 an aesthetic that I can use. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And then I think that the other interesting thing is that the song, though it's a really poppy and positive, fun song, it, there's a sort of a threat to it. It's like life you know, would be bad if you steal my sunshine, right? And it's and if you really dig into some of the... It's kind of an abstract song. The, the, the narrative is, isn't overt and people have read a lot into it over time as people do, right? Yeah. What is this, especially because it's a brother-sister talking and whether that's intended. Uh, but the idea, this song itself, uh, like I said, though, that's, though there's a hugely positive feel to it, there is this looming threat. And I think that that's something that also I found interesting about these artists, the work feels very bright and very positive. And I mean, there's pink and glitter and neon colors, but um, we're also in a time that, and particularly for women, that it is a, it's a contentious moment. I think that's the right way of saying that. It, that also, I think, has a sort of a resonance to that song title, or that song so. So how, how has it been working in this way? Is it approach that you would like to expand on? I mean, is it, cause it, like you said, this is kind of backwards in a way. And, and ultimately, you're using material that is out there. Someone put it out there on Instagram, and there's an algorithm somehow that has made this come about. Considering this is an art gallery and we think about the art galleries working with a specific group of artists and you have recurrent shows, this is something completely different. Yeah, yeah. We do do these exhibitions from time to time to kind of explore, right? We've done um, a number of sort of historically a number of group shows where we have explored sort of corners of aspects. We did a series a number of years back where we went into Los Angeles, did a ton of studio visits sort of back to back and put a couple of group shows together out of those visits, some of those artists we've ended up representing from that time. So there is a sense where um, I think it's really important for us to continue to explore and not get too kind of 
set in our ways on things. So I think that is consistent to what, uh, to what we do. But the way we went about it, like I said before, it was like, oh, hear about the artists, go to the studios, then look at the work, right? Mm. It's sort of, mm. um, this is look at the work, then go to the artist, and then, you know, ho hopefully go to the studio, <laughs> you know? So it's kind of, a, it's, it is backwards. Would we continue doing it? I don't know that we wouldn't continue doing it. I, I, am, I don't have immediate plans to go and do another exhibition on that although I could change my mind tomorrow on that because it's been really super to work with this group of artists um, it's definitely brought I joke sort of internally that there's been more questions asked as opposed to answered from this exhibition so that means there's more to dig into there I mean we looked essentially at painting you know although that may be somewhat loosely defined that's how we approached this so we didn't even really um, approach sculpture, other media, um, you know, quite intentionally. But so I think there is that it could be explored. You know, my relationship with social media is is different. I'm not I'm not wildly active on it. It's something uh, both in posting and in following. I'm not really. That's I mean I I use it. You know, obviously we all use it probably to a certain extent. But it's not something that's a super active part of my like, daily life. So to activate it as a tool has been interesting to me. Um, you know, to go and spend that time on primarily Instagram with that intention, I think was interesting. So that might be I'm curious to kind of look more at that. Is there anything we could say about the California abstraction now? Is there? Is there? Is there? I mean. Is that a bit too much to sort of describe what's happening in, in California LA art at the moment? Maybe that's a yeah, it's too it's, much. It's, a, it's, it's too a, much. It's a yeah. it's a very big statement. It's not really intended to say that this is all of what's happening in California now, which I think is one of the things about the song title. With those, it it does counterbalance a little bit. The title is the theme. You know, the title of the song is the theme. And the California abstraction now explains why it's connected. I guess it's. I mean, you know, it's very difficult to do. And, and you know, there are a number of um, curators, particularly, who try to do these big surveys of like what is happening in a city or in a state or in a whatever country in a moment, and inevitably, I, I, it's an impossible dream, probably. But I think it's a worthy pursuit. Of course, and I think it's interesting that you try. I mean, at least you go out in the world and you have a look at many, many things, and then you try to draw some sort of conclusion. Yeah. It's very hard to say something about the now we're in. Yeah, and I think you know it's interesting. Obviously, this exhibition is is all women. It wasn't intended to be a, a women's show, and we didn't want to frame it that way. Um, but there was no question through our research that was what was there was primarily uh, the source of the excitement we were viewing was being created by women. So that's say, there, there's something there. Um, I, I don't think I could say, oh, this is California abstraction now. There's no male painters in California. <laughs> right? so That'd that be would, wrong. Yeah, so obviously <laughs> that's a completely absurd statement. Um, uh, so that was, that was never the intention. I think it, uh, when we use a, a, a term like that, it really is like these people are in California making abstract work now. <laughs> and I say thank you very, very much for putting the show together. 
Thank you for having us on your podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) 